You're tuning in to another episode of Wildlife Wonders Podcast. Sit back and relax, because today we're going to learn animal facts. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Wildlife Wonders Podcast. Woo! I'm your host, the one, the only, Seriana, back at it again with another episode and another week. Like always, thank you guys for tuning in and listening to me talk about these animals and for sharing, liking um, content on my pages, sharing with friends or family. Um, I really appreciate all of it. Like every single listener makes a difference. And I hope that y'all are learning something and enjoying it as much as I enjoy recording it. So regardless, we ended the last um, series on primates. Um and yeah, that was like a little mini series about specifically primates and different type of primates. We are going to go back to how the podcast first started and go through the animal classes um, such as mammals, reptiles, amphibians. So this week, we're going to kick it back off in the beginning with a mammal. And as I was going through this, I really, um, I really didn't know. I already had trouble choosing which animal. And then I was like, okay, let's do a bear. But I was like, which bear? So I decided to do or to, to discuss a panda bear today. It is the the most vulnerable bear, I think, next to the sun bear. But let's get right into it. So panda bears are typically found in southwestern China. Uh, they, in different areas, I forgot what you call, not districts, but different areas of southwestern China. But you will not find them outside of southwestern China Um in the wild but you will find them in zoos all over the world so you probably at some point most people have seen a panda bear is the black and white big bear that looks so cute and cuddly so they eat their diet they eat 25 to 40 pounds of bamboo per day now you guys there's certain i know about a lot of animals it's certain groups of animals i don't know that much about bears is one well some bears is one i did not know that they eat something else other than bamboo. But you guys, pandas eat other food. They mostly eat bamboo, but they can also eat fish, flowers, and small animals. Technically, they're classified as carnivores, but majority of their diet is bamboo, so that I would see them more as a herbivore, which means they eat mostly plants. Um, so in captivity, they can also get eggs, ground meat, uh, specially formulated vitamin bread, uh, milk, they can also get apples and carrots as a treat, but I'm going to be honest, I don't think I've ever seen a panda eat anything but bamboo. So that was a very fun fact that I learned, and I don't know if y'all already knew that, but if you didn't, surprise. Um, so yeah, they eat things other than bamboo, but their main diet is bamboo, and the entire, they don't just eat one part of bamboo, they eat the entire thing from the beginning to the end. So if they're... For them to eat mostly bamboo, they're actually pretty big. They weigh about 165 to 353 pounds, you guys. Not small bears. They're anywhere between four to five feet tall, although most of the time they're sitting on their butts. So you might not see how tall they are for real unless they stand up. But a lot of times they're sitting on their butts most of the day. They have black patches. Like I said, the panda's black and white. They have black patches around their eyes and black ears, and their head is white. They have black and white around their legs, um, and their midsections are also white. 
it's kind of hard to tell them apart because unlike other animals where like oh this animal's fur is different from that animal one's bigger from the other all their markings are very very similar so it's kind of hard if you're trying to distinguish oh that was this one i saw yesterday and that was this one i saw last night now they do have really thick fur it's kind of oily um it is thick to keep them warm and this uh when it's cold they're in the mountains sometimes it snows but they they are big bears and because of this they're also kind of slow um yeah they usually don't go fast in a little waddle or a walk if you see them it always looks like they're like you know how pregnant women sometimes walk with the waddle it's kind of like that in a way um but they can also be kind of clumsy you know, and before before I go on, when I think about it, if I had to describe myself sometimes, I would describe myself as a panda. Like, I feel like everybody has their panda days. You eat most of the day, you sit down, relax, and you don't want to do anything. That is a panda. Now, they can eat up to 14 hours a day. They spend majority of their day eating. Uh, they do have unique paws. They can hold the bamboo. They can bite the stalks. They're usually, like I said, in a sitting position. Every now and then they'll lay on their back and snack because, you know, we all like to lay back and eat our chips or whatever the case may be. They do have really puffy cheeks, but the puffy cheeks are actually really powerful muscles and it helps them get through the tough bamboo. If you have ever felt or held a stalk of bamboo, it is incredibly strong. So it's amazing that these animals are chowing down through it most of the day. Now, because they eat most of the day, most of the day they do spend in search of food. Uh, unlike other ba bears, they do not store fat and they do not hibernate. So that is something that's unique to them because they don't store fat. They don't really need to hibernate. Um, and because of this, they are mostly spending their day searching for food. Now, they do have 13 different kinds of um, vocalizations that people have studied. Uh, the cubs do not talk, I guess, vocalize as much. But yeah, I don't, I couldn't tell you, I'm not going to do the voice of what different sounds sound like, but maybe I'll upload a video of that. But there's probably even more than that. I mean, that's, that scientists haven't distinguished yet. So along with their behavior, they're actually kind of like loners. These are really cool bears. They're really relaxed, laid back bears. They're loners for the most part. They don't usually get with other pandas unless they're mating. To go into mating, uh, they're usually ready to mate around four to eight years old. And it's kind of kind of later, I guess, in a way. But the females usually only breed once or get pregnant once a year in the spring. And they usually have a low reproductive rate, which is kind of the problem why they're vulnerable or kind of the issue, kind of speaks to the issue why they're vulnerable. Like if they have other problems that separate them on top of that, on top of the fact that they have a low reproductive rate, then how are they going to populate it? How are they going to populate quicker than they're dying? You know? So the other thing is that usually uh, when they do get pregnant they use their scent and calls to locate a mate during this period but usually when the mom gets pregnant she usually only gives birth to one or two cubs most of the time is one fun fact if they have twins only one survives because what the mom ends up doing is selecting whoever's stronger whoever will actually make it and then she leaves the other one to die which is kind of messed up if you think about it like but in all honesty, a lot of animals do that more than we think about, uh, where 
maybe not intentionally, maybe intentionally they see you're the weak link. Goodbye. And they'll kind of stop nursing them or they'll, some animals, they eat the young that's the weakling or they trample them or whatever the case may be. So this is no different. The panda doesn't trample it, but it won't take care of it as much if it sees like you're the weak one. Now, triplets are extremely rare and I'm pretty sure if they had triplets, it would be the same concept as well. And the idea is that maybe the mom does this because she can only have enough milk for one cub because she doesn't store fat. Who knows, but hopefully I don't hate to be the weaker sibling. So I guess they got to fight to see whoever's going to get the mom. Now, predators, these are huge animals. Like I said, they are up to 353 pounds, you guys. That being said, there's not much coming for them, okay? There's, if you walk into some 353 pounds, that's five feet. You think a lot of stuff is going to take it down automatically. Granted, they might have a benefit because they do move kind of slow, but still now that is not to say there's not predators coming for the cubs the predators that come for the cubs are usually jackals snow leopards and a yellow-throated marten um they all can eat kill and eat panda cubs this is also not to say that there's not anything that ever comes after a panda but it's kind of uncommon in the wild they can live 15 to 20 years and in captivity, they can live 25 to 35 years. And of course, in most animals in captivity, it's better conditions. You don't have threats. You're getting fed all the time. Yada, yada. You get it. So, yeah, that's usually the same concept for a lot of animals. It's typically longer in captivity than the wild. They are severely vulnerable. And the reason for that is habitat fragmentation and forest loss. Just like koalas... Well, not exactly like koalas, but similar to koalas. If an animal mostly eats one plant, what happens when those plants get turned uh, taken down or they're not as hot of a commodity as they were or the habitat, there's a gap in the habitat because maybe there's construction or someone tore down whatever, whatever happened in that area. And so now they have to go further or they have to get to another area to search for food because they mostly eat this one plant. Same concepts with koalas and eucalyptus leaves. But that's a, another fight for another day. Either way, that's the main reason. Now, I also told you before that they are not very reproductive, which is the other problem with habitat loss and habitat fragmentation is when there's a gap in the habitat and they can't get to the other side or find the females, how will they be able to reproduce? And especially when the female's only having one kid that year and then I think when the other... um. When the other baby is there, it has to be like another two or three years before she can either get pregnant or have another child. So when you have that issue already there and it's already hard enough, plus fragmentation, habitat fragmentation or habitat loss, it kind of is like, well, dang, how am I supposed to, all these obstacles, boom, 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 boom. How am I supposed to have a baby cub? So that's the main reason that they are vulnerable. But we have reached the end we are going to go through these fun facts. I have three solid facts for you about the um, giant panda. So the first one, which is it might not become it might not be that big of a surprise. But regardless, the first one, they can swim and climb trees, They're actually pretty good climbers and swimmers. But also a lot of bears can also swim and climb trees. So, yeah, but yeah, they can swim and climb trees. 
Fun fact, if you didn't know. Second fun fact, which is kind of weird, but hey, I thought it was kind of cool to include. They poop around 40 times a day. That's a lot of, yeah, that's a lot. And on top of that, sometimes they also do handstands when they pee. And this is more so because they're marking their territory. Um, I guess like the concept of like when dogs have to pee or mark their territory, well, male dogs lift their legs up. Uh, I guess it's that same concept. Maybe if they're doing a handstand, they can mark up higher. I don't really know the anatomy down there to see like what exactly 100% is the purpose of the handstand. But yeah, what I read is to mark their territory, but also to pee. Last one fact of the night. If you didn't know, now you know. They have six fingers. They have six of those Jones. Six fingers. Now, their last finger is somewhat like a um, thumb for them so that they can hold the bamboo and hold anything they need better and get a better grip on it. So they have six, but the five is like the five fingers for them is like our four fingers. And then their sixth finger is their thumb. But that is all I have for you today. Um, thank you for tuning in. Like always, I will see you back in... Uh, two weeks from now because we're at every other week every other friday if you're not already following please 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 make sure to follow the wildlife wonders podcast page on instagram that is wildlife wonders with an s podcast all one word on instagram look it up also on youtube there is one video on there right now but eventually the other videos from all these episodes will be uploaded onto there. So tune in there as well. Please, if you haven't already, share with a friend. I'll give feedback to how you think this is going, what you like, what you haven't liked, because I love to hear it also. I can better gauge the entertainment and the level of my audience. So that's always nice. You can also message on um, Instagram and let me know. Or if you've been seeing my post on Facebook, you can also do it that way. Thank you for tuning in. Bye.